Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live from the 6th and Peabody studio and across the OutKick network, this is OutKick 360 with Jonathan Hutton, Chad Withrow, and Paul Kuharski. Out of the gate, ready to go. OutKick 360 is back. Wednesday edition is here. Primary complaint in 45 minutes and many topics across the next three hours for your afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Crew is all here. Fantastic as usual. Gentlemen, good afternoon. Fired up, ready to go today, boys. Going to be an exciting one. Uh, never dull when Dan Dockich joins the show. We've got a lot to talk about. That's right. Uh, hope you both had big nights. Uh, I know you did. Uh, seafood, we did. Seafood dinner for uh, the birthday boy who moved Seafood in Middle Tennessee. Paul, your 30, thoughts? Yeah. Well, uh, nowadays <laughs> where ahead. everything is flown in, yeah. At a high high level restaurant, it's it's a, a good call. But it once upon good. a time, it was not a good call. Before everybody was flying stuff in fresh, I I was a bit skeptical because it's just straight seafood, right? And then we're not talking Captain D's here. Um, it was phenomenal. Um, shout out to the Optimist. It is very it's an odd very name. good. It sounds like a place for the magic show, and I know well, there's a magic like a place show place where downtown you would now. not be comfortable. Claire and I yeah. talked yeah. about yeah, this. Yeah, I should go there to feel uncomfortable. Claire and I is talked there, about is this. Is there a pessimist? <laughs> I wonder if it's yeah. pessimist should be across the street, yeah. right? And you go. I wondered and you if it was like a Winners poem or something. Yeah. Yeah. It's like is a poem about the sea or something like that. I don't. I, I brought that up. Like I have no idea. I mean, I. I mean. Uh, Paul, I, you, you know, you know my education history uh, for the final six weeks of. <laughs> no, I know. We you went outside. Poetry. We went outside for the final. But you're uh, a guy that would get answers no, on that, like I got I, from I the dealers about their no, worst. That's fair. I didn't look it up. Uh, I didn't look it up. Um, they have two locations though uh, here in Atlanta, so you know Nashville's the new Atlanta. Well, so there you go. There you well, go. We are traffic. Very good. And then. Sure. Uh, um, you know, we uh, we need to celebrate again for the weekend. Maybe we get together. Quickly on Atlanta, by yeah. the way, because we were just there this weekend. Such um, a pit. Nashville is nowhere close no, to Atlanta. No, we're on our way. I don't, know, I don't know that we are because I've never seen anything like the traffic in Atlanta, and it's all ours. It never ends. There's never a light moment on any of the highways in Atlanta. Well, it is say, unbelievable. I'll say another thing. I've never gone through Chattanooga. Without, Without trouble. Travel. And yeah. we did yeah. go into Simon's baseball tournament a couple of weeks ago. I didn't say anything to, to, to Teresa. She was driving because I was writing coming off the Titans rookie camp practice. I, I asked her to drive the early part, and then I let her drive the whole thing. <laughs> we pulled into the hotel. She said, how'd I do with that early part? But um, I said to her about 45 minutes after Chattanooga, I leaned over and I said, I don't want to say anything during it, uh, lest we run into an accident on the backside or something. But... That's the first time we've ever driven through Chattanooga without no standstill traffic, no. isn't it? And she said, yeah, what was that about? And it was at 6 p.m. Eastern time. Chad, I don't know how you build a dome stadium and not just have a traffic nightmare for the next three and a half years. And then once it opens, Major League Baseball is going to try to do the same thing somewhere. 
We yeah, need more lanes. Around, on that highway in particular, than, on that everything. side yeah. of Nashville, I, we need more look, lanes. That's the same I as it was in it. 1978. I People get have it. sent out pictures. <laughs> I get it. But, Paul, what I'm saying is, yes, when, when the Dome Stadium and bigger events are here and maybe another pro sports team, it's going to grow and get better. I'm just saying I've never been through the heart of Atlanta non- at any hour. Non-stop. Where it's, yeah, there's always some sort of slowdown. It could be Sunday afternoon at 5 o'clock with no big events oh, going no, on. You're absolutely right. And there's right. going to be a, a slowdown. I'm not saying we I are. I can Atlanta. fly through Nashville. There are days I come in oh, I know. at 10 a.m. on a weekday in Nashville and have no problems. I'm whatsoever. not saying we are oh, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. I'm saying we will. We're on that track if we don't do better things. And by the way, while we're on this topic, drive damn better. <laughs> okay? The other day, I think there might have been that a sprinkle. That could be a this, this was yesterday. There were, uh, on my way in, do it before two accidents. <laughs> and on my way home, Take one accident. Notes. Listen, I've not had an accident that's my fault since high school. And I'm not the most attentive driver in the world since high school. I'm a 53-year-old man. So what the hell are you doing out there? <laughs> I want you to be okay, but once I know you're okay, I'm pissed at you because everybody has to stop, and I can't get where the hell I'm going, and I want what Chad has, some breezy drives. So pay the damn, pay damn attention to what you're doing. <laughs> a, you're going to get somebody hurt, and then B, after that, you're pissing everybody off. Yeah, there's way too many wrecks. I was thinking about that cruising through uh, Atlanta on Saturday afternoon with all these, this congestion and like eight lanes you know, on one side. I'm thinking if one person – Screws this up. It screws everything? It screws this whole system The up. other side of the street, like too. The, the fact that we can drive this tight and close to each other and everyone knows they're doing it, going slow in a slow roll, and I'm thinking, if I weren't paying attention to the person behind me, it hits me. I mean, it screws up the entire interstate. Also, listen to this. You've seen accidents before. If there's a police car or a tow truck in the shoulder, it, trust me, it's not worth all of our time for you to slow down and get a good look at it. It's a mangled up car. Somebody hit the guardrail or something. Somebody might be dead. Go home. You got to keep going. Go. You got to push through. You got to keep going. But unfortunately, it takes the one, one who does it, and then it's everything. a slideshow effect. All right, let's everything. move on to happier everything. things. Everything. Oh, well, hang on. As we, as we move on to happier things, um, I was at dinner last night anticipating a text. No text. Trying to, fig- trying to figure one. out what happened in the championship matchup. I do know Chad Withrow is a champion. I do too. You know, I from do Facebook? Know. Is it through Facebook? Well, I found out from Angie Withrow's Facebook. I came Chad, in and said, congratulations. Congratulations to Coach Chad Withrow, champion. to Evie Withrow, and to the entire Red Sox softball team. Well, let's call them the red team. The red team for winning, not just winning the so title. <laughs> But only losing C-C-C-T. one game, a game in which the best players, and I'm, I haven't even seen this and team. The, coach. the best players were, uh, had to attend a, a separate two event. Two of the better players. Two, two of our five or six best. Yeah. yeah two of your two best. And the coach. The two best Maybe, of the five or six best too. on the team. <laughs> two best of the were, two best. Were not available to play. And, I'm, again, I'm just making this up because I haven't seen the team play. Um, and I'm bringing this up because – that's the only game they only lost. Blemish. Congratulations on an ep- epic season and the first championship in the first season as head coach. Thank you, boys. And now I, are, you forever, you, are you forever the head coach now as you continue I, to climb the ladder with this group? I have definitely been elected as the forever head coach with this group. 
Um, but so I also am where you flirting with the idea <laughs> of retiring, oh, no. retiring oh, a batting 1,000, <laughs> where I coach one season as head coach and I win the whole thing. And by the way, I, me, I, myself as head coach, totally undefeated. Our team went 15-1 and one on the season, or 16-1, and one, and it was the one that I didn't, did not attend, could not attend. So, uh, look, we had a good group of girls. <laughs> it's not all about me, <laughs> I promise. We had a good team. On uh, this show it is. If you're watching, Billy you, can see, over here. you can see some of the pictures <laughs> from last night also. Phil Jackson uh, to my left. You know, Chad Withrow's only one man. Uh, I'm going to start talking to the third person. What book will you have them read over the summer to prepare yeah, for motivation. next year? Or different books for different girls? Uh, we're going <laughs> to study. I really enjoyed this read. We're going to study John Wooden's Pyramid of Success all offseason <laughs> and come back ready. Teach them how to put on their night. shoes. I'll say this, too. It was not easy last night. Uh, the Rockies did a great job. We were down 4-3 to three in Gracious. the bottom of the third. Gracious. And it was, it was one of those where I looked at my dugout at one point and we all had this look in our eye like, this cannot be happening because they went through their entire lineup almost twice without a strikeout, which is unheard of. And they strike, five and six year They old. were known for striking out the well, game prior. I, we, in the scouting report, we had heard that the previous game was a 6-5 to five game, featured a lot of strikeouts. So no strikeouts, but they played great. Their girl that was a pitcher caught a fly ball where she's running backwards like Willie Mays, catches it in the air. Wow. For the out to end an inning with the Clutch. bases loaded. Clutch. Our best player uh, is upset by it because she's the first time she's been out all year. And we're trying to tell her it's not your fault. She just made a really good play and she's almost in tears. We're down a run. We come up to bat and we had an all time explosion of an inning where every single hit was to the outfield. Girls were rounding third, heading home. We had a girl at first base who was really good for the Rockies in a dead sprint trying to catch my daughter at the plate at one point. Evie lunges towards home, hits the plate, scores a run, place explodes. Yes. Um, Evie got a nice double that scored two runs. It was the moment when we got up. You only scored six in an inning. I did not take a sigh of relief until it was 11-4. to four. Once we scored that run, I knew it was over at that point because there wasn't enough time for them to catch up, and we ended up winning 12-4. to four. But it was, it was in doubt for uh, about half the game until we had a five-run inning to go up 8-4 to four, and follow that up with three up, three down. Quick story that anyone who's ever been around youth sports will appreciate. Uh, one of the girls on our team, Morgan, who's my assistant coach's daughter, super smart girl, super sweet, listens, always under control, great player, leadoff hitter, okay? She was our pitcher throughout the tournament. And pitcher is the, the pitcher in first base, most important spots in, in Get the most in So... She decides, unbeknownst to us, we didn't tell her. Coach Zach, her dad, asked me, did you instruct her to do that? Nope. She decided that it was going to be easier, especially with the rain that was coming down yeah. early in the game. She would catch the ground ball and throw it and roll it fast to first, almost like she's throwing a practice ground ball to the first baseman. Instead of trying to throw it and risk the hop dying or giving a harder catch for the first baseman, she would do a fast roll to first, and we got three up, three down. The inning after scoring five runs to go up eight to four, ground ball, fast roll to first. Ground ball, fast roll to first. Ground ball, fast roll to first. Girls, dugout, dugout, dug. I mean, we were going nuts. Three up, three down because she decided to do that. And I looked at Morgan and said, Morgan, who told you to do that? She just smiles and says, no one. I just knew it would be better. Those are the moments where you get super pumped because someone figured something out on the fly, on their own, just by watching – observing, playing all year, you can't, 
you can teach a lot, but when you see that moment where, oh, they took a little bit of teaching and did something I wasn't even thinking of, that I, I, I didn't even think I could explain that to her. Hey, I need you to roll the ball to first instead of doing that to get outs more efficiently. It was awesome. Let's discuss the trophies, which seem to have a little bit of yellow to them. Yep. How, how do we feel about the trophy design? Um, I mean, it was a part of the – it was free. It was part of the league <laughs> fee, I guess. I didn't buy the trophies. No, I, I know. It's tough for me to complain. I was actually impressed that – I don't know if the league designed the trophy well, either, was, to be I, fair. I was impressed. I thought, shopped, I thought they shopped poorly. Okay. I was impressed that Mount Juliet League even purchased trophies. I didn't know, I didn't know that was a thing because every team gets a medal. And every girl yeah. gets a medal. Then they had a first and second place trophy. And um, so I didn't really care much about the color. One of our young girls dropped the trophy, like tripped Uh-oh. and fell and broke the trophy on the ground right after I handed it to her. So she's crying, and I'm thankful they had one extra trophy that we could hand to her immediately for that first place I'm surprised place you didn't bring in the trophy to, to put on the desk here for one I, show. I mean, look, yeah. it, it sounds cheesy. Coach doesn't get a medal. Yeah, it's yeah, like Hutt, the Olympics. Hutton actually brought that up to me, the idea today, and I, I completely, trophy. completely botched it and forgot. But I, I'll bring it tomorrow in honor of the I mean, I Turn it into a two-day I'll put it right here. I'll put it right here. No yeah. 24-hour roll yeah. here. You know, and then I might bring it next week also, just in, just in <laughs> case. Hey, it would become a permanent part of the new Have Since I forgot to bring it today, guys, I, you, you twist them all. Here's I'll the bring truth. it the next two days. Here's the truth. He forgot to bring it today because it's in the studio being built into the new set. You know what? I'll, I'll do you. Yeah, I'll do one better for you. We'll permanently put it in a case behind us for the entirety of the show. Congratulations. A lot of fun to follow the story with you all Well, year, what was cool, too, is um, uh, they actually knew they won a championship. Yeah. Like when the umpire said ball game, they celebrated without us saying anything to them, which was pretty cool because they the, start of the, they year, the, whole start of the year they'd come up 16-2 up to two and say, Coach, are we ahead <laughs> at the end of the game? Like, did you not see all the runs that you were scoring? You don't understand those count as runs, but now they understand. Terrific. Uh, now you're in for some boring times. You're going to miss it. Well, uh, because of my travel schedule in the fall uh, with, with OutKick and, and what we do on the weekends – I will not be able to be the head coach because I'll miss almost every Saturday game. But um, we are working out a system where we can keep five or six of the girls and the same three coaches will be coaches. So I could be assistant and help out with pitching when I'm there during the week and then someone else steps in on the weekend just so we can keep that group together as we go up to, to Pee Wee. To you get somebody level. to do the Game Changer app so you can follow it from the road. Like yeah, I I, look, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought that I would. Um, but when I look back and think – you know, we started the season practicing in snow and sleet in March. The first practice, there was snow in the forecast. And we uh, played in 92-degree heat at one point and then finished in late May with a championship. It, it, it was, it's good to have a break, guys. I will say, it's, it's also nice that the season is over. Topics. Simon is in that mode. He doesn't have games oh. this week. We'll go on vacation next week. Then he comes back, like, on the Sunday end of the tournament. And I asked him, you want to go see your hitting and pitching coach Wednesday night like you usually do? And he said, not this week. He is in a uh, All-star break. break. Yeah. Getaway day. <laughs> he needs Just a little get away, time get away. Day. So he needs a little yep. time away from baseball. Topics today include Kyle Shanahan uh, being extremely honest with the media, continues to say, yeah, I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be traded. The head coach of the – quarterback who made it to the NFC Championship game last year is still saying that. That tells and, you how clear he's been with Jimmy Garoppolo. Yes, yes. And, you know, it, take that to also how the Browns are treating Mayfield. I want to compare this. 
we will we will discuss the exact quote and how rare it is to just have a head. Most of the time, the head coach in a situation like that would just say, "You know, that's something that um, It'll work you know, John Lin- down John Lynch is uh, he's having those conversations right now. Yeah. You know, he would pass the buck. Um, and instead, I think it's telling that they have that type of relationship, and I think it's also telling the direction that he is trying to make sure they go this fall with the quarterback he wanted with uh, Lance. Well, what does that mean for Trey Lance in week one? We'll get into that. The Steelers have named a general manager after interviewing double-digit uh, candidates. They go in-house, as probably anyone would have predicted. That's what Pittsburgh does. We'll explain who um, Omar Khan is and what he means for that organization. Uh, later, SEC scheduling futures and much, much more. Dan Dockich is on tap today. When we come back, uh, reaction to the Deshaun Watson accuser interview uh, where two of them were on uh, HBO Real Sports. And um, I know you guys had a chance to watch some of the clips. I've read the quotes. We'll give reaction to what they had to say and reaction just topically to what the NFL does now, the timing of it being that Goodell said they're nearing the end of their overall investigation. All of that and more straight ahead. First, though, Aurora Nutriscience and VitaLifeScience.com, the website, VIDALifeScience.com. Excited to partner with them for their supplements. They keep us mentally sharp and healthy, and they deliver supplements where you need them the most, your body. You're seeing VitaLifeScience.com right now. This is where you can receive more information. Outkick 360 season ticket holders receive a 15% discount with the code OUTKICK360. Typical pills, capsules, not well absorbed. In fact, most are only absorbed in small, very small amounts. It's just a waste for your digestive system. But here's Aurora, unique, cutting-edge, nutritional and absorbable supplements encapsulated in liposomes that ensure greater absorption in the body's bloodstream. I use the vitamin C, the vitamin D3, the glutathione. If you're a weekend warrior, if you take medication for high cholesterol, if you want the endless benefits of curcumin, Aurora Supplements can help you. VitaLifeScience.com for more info. 15% off with the code OUTKICK360. That's 15% off with the code OUTKICK360 at VitaLifeScience.com. What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back and their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless from researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience. Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. 
Glad you're with us across the Outkick Network, including Somo Sports Radio, Joplin, Missouri. We say hello. If you're listening, we hope you will uh, tag us on social media. Let us know you're listening by mentioning us, shooting us a note on Twitter at Outkick360. You can join Chad in the chat on the YouTube cha- uh, page as well. Uh, just search us out there, Outkick360. We hope you'll subscribe there. Also, Facebook and many other ways at Outkick.com. Crew is all here today. Coming up in about 30 minutes or so, we have primary complaint. 25 minutes from now. Uh, looking forward to that. Dan Dockich will join us in about an hour, and we'll hit uh, some bigger topics with him. Uh, I've got a question for Paul about the Yankees' closer and how they're going about making sure that he gets everything right, and we'll dive deep on that. Plus, uh, what the 49ers are doing with Jimmy Garoppolo. All of that and more coming up. Uh, the big interview last night was with two accusers for uh, Deshaun Watson. And in an interview with Soledad O'Brien for HBO Real Sports, uh, two sat down and went into detail about their claims of uh, all, all kinds of things with Watson from a, a couple of years ago and how everything has been handled within the last 12 months. Uh, one accuser saying that Watson's statement is a bold-faced lie. Uh, meanwhile, Goodell says to the media at the owners' meetings in Atlanta uh, on the same day that the NFL is, is nearing the end of the Watson investigation, where they will take the recommendation of the independent uh, person who's looking into this as to whether or not he should or should not be suspended. So... That's where we are. Uh, guys, it, it, it's hard not to, to hear and see the quotes and go back to where we were, I don't know if it's exactly a year ago, but roughly a year ago, and, and think, here we go again, thinking, how can this guy be allowed to just, you know, be out there in, in purgatory one way or the other? The, the, the NFL shouldn't allow him to play based on this and how they've suspended people in the past. But yet we're here having the conversation of whether or not he will be suspended. I thought Soledad O'Brien was particularly excellent here as, as the interviewer of, uh, of these two women and then a lawyer of Deshaun Watson's who came in late. They give Watson's side multiple chances to be heard. They declined and then they came in a day before this thing went to bed and said uh, they'd like to, to, to be included, so they did a separate interview that they tacked on at the end. She was pitch perfect to me, Chad, um, and she asked questions. Uh, Dockich was making fun of John Sawatsky recently when we had him, the, the ESPN, former ESPN interview expert who, who teaches you how to ask really good questions. She followed a lot of his rules there, but I thought the two women – were, you know, you can say that they're rehearsed or whatever. They were incredibly believable, um, very calm, very uh, just, uh, to me, they were heartfelt women telling a story uh, uh, about what happened to them that that struck me as entirely credible um, and made him look uh, terrible. And I didn't think that his lawyer did much to uh, offset that except, except trying to pin things on Busby as being a group organizer for the 22. And I don't particularly care who's representing the 22 if they have 22 stories that, that don't, don't necessarily follow 
uh, a similar path and don't seem rehearsed. And these women came from all different places and all they weren't, you know, and as somebody said, from, from the same strip All mall, different stories. Yeah, all all yeah. Uh, the same. Yeah, most were contacted via Instagram or social media. But, yeah. yes, all different places around town, different stories, didn't know each other. But, and he admits to having sexual contact with three of them. Yes. Consensual. Three of the accusers. At which he says, his side says, that the massage was finished and they, the women, initiated the, the, the sex, oral sex on two occasions, vaginal sex on, on one occasion. I don't know. He, he doesn't have much credibility in those denials to me. Well, it's, uh, I thought that the two women were very believable, too. I'm not, you know, going one way there, but especially Ashley Solis, who was the first one to speak out, um, because, you know, she ended it, right? She cried, and she ended it, and then they didn't talk after that, you know? So everything else, and you knew this was going to happen, but the defense starts to poke holes in it by saying, well, if it was so uncomfortable, why did you keep texting him and messaging him back for so long and talking to him about a possible other massage? And I thought Soledad O'Brien did a great job asking that question, to the second accuser last night that was, that was on camera. And she said, because, you know, I've got a job to protect also. I don't know if he's going to retaliate against me professionally. I don't know what he's going to do. So I'm just doing things to string him along. String him but along. But notice I didn't well do said. it again. Right. Right? You know, she's like, I, I did not uh, uh, consent to another massage with him. So I, I thought both of the accusers they had on camera telling their story were completely credible and absolutely believable. I thought the interview with Watson's attorney was incredibly well done by, her. by his female attorney. And here's something it's else. There's no mistake that they used a female attorney. Here's something else I noticed about it, too. And I don't know if you caught this, Paul, in watching it. It was clearly not something that was done sequentially. And what I mean by that is they were presented with a scripted question from Soledad O'Brien, and she gave back a video answer that was canned to those questions. There was no chance for reaction on her face to the questions. There was no chance for anything else. To me, that looked like, okay, we'll answer your questions. Send your questions in, exactly how they're asked. And then she just sat down and recorded four or five responses to those questions. And then it's sent back in, and they, they cut it up to make it look like Soledad O'Brien's asked the question and she's doing it. I could tell that was not the case in watching. I'm not saying that's uh, something unethical. That's completely fine because it's still it, that's her answers to the question. It just looked like it was done at a different time. I don't know the thing that gave makes, her plenty of time to prepare it answers was, to those questions. It yeah, was done yesterday me, morning, based on the story I read. The thing that makes me doubt that scenario, Chad, is that Soledad O'Brien, oddly to me, at the end said, "Okay, we're out of time." It was how Soledad O'Brien wrapped up the end of that. So I think they put them on a clock and said, listen, we're up against our deadline now. If you're going to talk to us, it's got to be by X hour, and we've got to be done by mm. X hour. And Deshaun Watson's side took it right up to that last five minutes, and they had literally a five-minute conversation at the end of which Soledad O'Brien said, okay, we're literally out of time. It was Monday. We're cutting this and going to post-production. Graham joined O'Brien for eight minutes on a video call Monday morning after Watson's team initially declined to be interviewed. Well, if that was uh, she was very that well was prepared. actually back and forth in an interview. That's from Cleveland.com. She, she was, was ready. Ter- terrific on, on every answer given. And, uh, you know, she, That's a she goes after the credibility of Tony Busby, but 
She doesn't give a great account for what Ashley Solis said in defending that from Watson, but then goes into, because the first question was great, Paul. You, you said it yesterday from Soledad O'Brien. Why, why should man. people believe your client, one person, against 22 people? Right? Like, why, why should we she believe? Shift that to the and lawyer. she said, well, it's really one versus one. My, our question is, why should you believe one attorney who, after there was one accusation, and by the way, she went to multiple attorneys that would not take the case based on the credibility of it. So why did he take the case, and why is he soliciting other people out of nowhere and asking different – he's doing research and finding different people that, that Deshaun Watson's worked with and seeing if they will jump on the case too. I thought she did a really good job of doing exactly what a defense attorney needs to do. Yes. Provide doubt in, in any way possible. Um, I think it's highly unlikely that 22 people got together and concocted some big-time lie, and none of this is true – and again, Deshaun Watson is admitting under oath that there were sexual relationships with three of the women right after the, the massage. But I, I, thought, I thought both sides did very well. But, Paul, I come away from this and Hutton thinking exactly what I thought when 22 women came out against Deshaun Watson. Highly unlikely he's not guilty of something. I think another thing that the lawyer being so good, Chad, lent me is how it kind of answered – uh, Solis's question about I don't know or she was asked by Soledad O'Brien you know how could a grand jury Two grand come, back, come back with nothing and she tearfully said I don't know I don't understand well the lawyer being so good in that tells you part of the answer the, the lawyers did very well in front of that grand jury to to you know with with their words in that in front of that grand jury to create well, the kind of doubt this interview. But I, I would also say the grand jury looked at the evidence and threw it out. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, that's insufficient for, for that, it, forward, it, but it doesn't make him Consider innocent. where we are. Uh, and it also doesn't make him guilty. Correct. Uh, that's important to mention here. Uh, just because, it, based on what they're saying, this has all been in documents that were out there since before the start of the NFL season. And since that time, he has been deposed. He has talked to the press since he had his new contract and answered questions for, what, like an hour in front of the – and so did the – including the Browns in that because they were there. Um, and on top of that, he's had the cases thrown out of the criminal side of things. The police investigated this. That was why the NFL said they couldn't suspend him or act at the time is because the police were not helping them with information. So with all of that, now we're just rehashing the same details that were in those uh, the suits, and we're saying the same exact thing we were saying a year ago, but a lot has happened that hasn't cost him anything. I yeah, think, though, I, see, you, I, I come away watching that. That's why I have that reaction because it's a lot of rehashing of the initial allegations last night. So I go back to my initial reaction when all of this came out. 
But what I cannot square is two grand juries saw all of the evidence, and it's, it's not guilty or innocent. They didn't even file they, they charges. Didn't to trial. They didn't even take it to trial to decide if it's guilty or innocent. Right. And that is crazy to me, and that's what lent to the, to the question and the answer from the accuser that said, I, I don't know. I do think from a league perspective, though, it becomes um, – and, and listen, I'm not saying the league is right or wrong. No, I know, yeah. But from a league perspective, the more stuff you get like this, especially video of somebody talking about it credibly and – uh, you know, w- women who, uh, you know, could, uh, anybody watching that feels sympathetic for them, I of would course. think. yes. That, that sways things in, in a certain direction. It's one thing to read accusations. It's another thing to read their comments. Then when you see video of them talking, it gradually heightens this thing. It shouldn't be necessary, but we tend to feel more emotion when we no see that, and that goes against Deshaun Watson. Certain, maybe not in court, but in the NFL court. Well, and it was very, you know, we would say good lawyering on the defense side. It was good lawyering on Busby's their side, side to, too, to, to have, the, have them sit down right before they're about to hand down a suspension or not. Actually, yeah. I mean, that, that's right. why. That's why they did it now as opposed to two months ago. Or ten months ago. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we, we, again, like we'd only read these details um and and those who came forward but it, it's just a it is a it's a sad situation to think about what we heard and know that uh, first off it, these are civil matters not criminal matters that we're actually discussing and the fact that the criminal matters didn't even make it to court didn't even meet the threshold of of deniability or or accusations that didn't meet the threshold of being able to prove anything of evidentiary to move forward into a criminal court itself. What do we know? That's about, crazy. What do we know about what the Browns or the other teams that were looking into the trade, Carolina, Atlanta? There were four others, Washington, right? Washington, maybe. Oh, let's also say What that, do we know about what those let's conversations? Let's throw in uh, the others who called. Indianapolis. The reports are the Tennessee the Titans called. Um, it, there, there were multiple teams that picked up the phone and called with all of this going on. What do we know, though, about the four who pursued further and their communication with the league? Like, what did the league tell them? What, did, what do we know about that? Do we know this, anything about that? This is an important part, I think, because I thought the Browns and the NFL looked worst in this I piece last night um, because it was so quick. But the, the clip they played of Jimmy Haslam and his wife saying, we looked into this more than anything we've ever looked into in our time here with the Browns. And this is a guy who got this into was thoroughly vetted, his pilot And we stuff. feel great about it, and we looked into everything thoroughly. Then it cuts to, hey, did anyone from the Browns contact you or interview you? Nope. Not one person. That was damning for the Cleveland Browns. And, then and the, we knew that. The two Already. women saying, yeah. I felt offended. And, and, yes, this was old news, but saying, Again, you know, I, I felt offended by the league like they were just trying to go through the motions to say they did it. They didn't want to get any info. They had their minds made up one way or the other, and they didn't really, you know, do anything that would, uh, would lead us to believe they were trying to get to the truth about Deshaun Watson. They were just going through the motions. And then I immediately think, you know, HBO is an NFL partner. Isn't it amazing that I feel like the NFL can shut down almost anything else that makes them look bad from their media partners? Yet HBO Real Sports can go in there with a shovel and pour dirt on them in this case. And I, as the viewer, I leave that thinking. I mean, we knew all this, the accusations about Watson, and I thought the accusers handled themselves very well. 
But I come away from it thinking, damn, that's a great reminder that the Browns and the NFL don't look good in this either. Yeah, it's a good point. And that's that from HBO, partner. their partner. And they've got some real journalistic independence on that show. Uh, and thank God somebody still does. Uh, you know, because outside the lines is basically non-existent yeah. anymore because of the NFL. Bob Lee retired basically yep. because of the NFL. When do we see Jeremy Schapp anymore? And we don't. Very infrequently. Yeah, right? I mean, I'm, I mean, that that that's – you guys know I've been harping on this for months. Yeah. The reporting on this has just been awful. Yeah. Because no one's been really digging. They've just been reacting. Jenny Vre- it's been Jenny Rentis. We've just been and, reacting to anything that we see. Yeah. You know, like we're reacting to the interview last night, but no one, again, like very it's little just, fresh digging, very little independent digging. Um, and and I, I don't even I don't think the other teams. Going back to your question about what they that they know anything from the league, all of that firestorm with wanting to get him traded started immediately after the grand jury, the first one, Set throughout up. those cases, yep. and then the trade was on, like it within like days, relief. and. I think it just came down to the offer as to why the Browns got him. Because remember, this part of that whole saga, he eliminated reports where he had eliminated the Browns from contention. The first and all of the of four sudden, that was eliminated. Back in. Yeah. And, and not just back in, signing. Yeah. Massive um, contract. Massive contract with a favorable first year that would save him from and because a big of it, fiscal penalty if he suspended. Think, so think of um, so the, the Browns end up taking the biggest physical penalty if he's suspended um, because they, they've got the guarantee and he's only going to make a million dollars base, and that's what he'll be if he's suspended. Right, they'll take from that base salary, not his overall guarantee. Meanwhile, Atlanta, for trying to get a trade done, lost Matt Ryan because Matt admin, uh, uh, Ryan admitted had they not done that, he'd still be there. He has a dead cap hit in Atlanta of like $40 million. I know they, they negotiated down. But it was it was not it's much higher than Carson Wentz, and and so it's not like they traded him and they don't feel the pain, the repercussions of that. Um, so they have factored in there, and uh, uh, there are others here. Um, the Texans certainly went through it last last year. Uh, point being, um, the one that I think will be punished the least from the league will be Deshaun Watson because he's going to ultimately miss six games, gets the biggest contract in the history that's fully guaranteed. When I say six games, I'm just throwing out what, I've, what everyone's hearing, right? Um, and, and it's not going to be fined all that much compared to what he's making. It's, it's crazy. As Goodell stands there, oh, we're nearing the end of the investigation. Well, you're way late. Yeah. Way late if you're actually trying to punish him. Yeah, I mean, they're punishing him. They're going to say, you know, and I do believe this is the case, Missed games are a, a, a certain degree of punishment. But the, it's got to come with fiscal punishment, yeah. too. I mean, he got paid. And so. usually they come hand in hand. And here the Browns evaded that. The Watson's agent was, got one, one in a huge way to evade that. And the Browns are going to be paying him a bleep ton of money, have already yes. put yes. a bleep ton of money in his pocket, despite the fact that he might miss six or eight games here. Jay Stan says, you'd think that an organization as big as the NFL would have resources. I believe they know something that we don't. Um, That's going to hurt him or help him? I'm guessing he's saying that would help Deshaun Watson is why they haven't done anything yet, but I just don't know what that is. But then I go back to two grand juries wouldn't even press charges. And it even says in the piece, the, the, the defense is saying they have evidence of communication that there was some conspiracy mm-hmm. going on here to extort money. 
that these women started talking and said, let's try to get money from Deshaun Watson. Now, I'll also say, even if that's true, that doesn't mean he didn't do what he's accused exactly. of doing. Exactly. You know, that, that, that speaks to the character of the women, you know, saying, getting together and saying, hey, let's, let's get this guy for some money. Tony Busby said, if I find out any of that is true I won't or is happening, I will not represent them. So he's on record saying that. They will no longer be a part look, of his I don't have a lot of faith in Tony Busby, but he did a good job presenting himself last night as well. You know, I it's, think he's probably a shyster lawyer. Um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm just – think about all the talking they did. But shyster lawyers they get good really cases quiet, he, you know? he, he looks like Saul Goodman to me. <laughs> like, well, I'm the, looking at his suit I would hire Saul, Saul and his look, and I'm like, this guy Especially is, if you're in the country. This guy is better call Saul. <laughs> Coming up. Who's also a good attorney, by the way. <laughs> primary complaint is straight ahead. We air our top grievance of the week next on Outkick 360.